Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today I am so excited to have on a 36-year-old from either Elmira, Kitchener, or Waterloo, Ontario. A staple of the Elmira Sugar Kings, where he once had 33 goals in a season. But he is best known for his lacrosse career, where he was once the first overall draft pick of the San Jose Stealth in 2006. One year he had 113 points in 18 games played, if that makes sense, folks. In 2007 was the NLL Rookie of the Year, a two-time All-League first team, and is currently eighth in league history with 1,061 points in 218 games played, and he is enter about to enter his 15th pro season, and... I played ring out with him. Welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Ryan Bennett. <laughs> How's it going? You had to throw the ring out thing out there, right? Oh, hazy sunset, <laughs> New England IPA. Ah. Ooh. Um, I'm race here company. Light. No, no, we don't drink those on here. But no, nope. uh, we're a Bayfield Brewing Company podcast. But that's fine. You drink your horse shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, yeah, ring at. So I get into how we know each other, and I guess. Uh, I guess we'll just have to uh, get the elephant in the room out there right now, eh? Is uh, well, we were the only two boys that I know that played ringette together. Yeah, I would probably have to say, like in like in history, even like right. I I don't. Not, think... It's not something we're really that proud of, is it? Well, I don't know. It was a pretty good goalie. <laughs> huh. I, do you I remember don't... back then in ringette? Um, there were red sticks, blue sticks, and white sticks. Do you remember that? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, you're two I, years younger than me because a red stick meant you couldn't go into the offensive zone. You had to be a defenseman, right? And I oh, think they yeah. made us use the red sticks a lot so we wouldn't get carried away. Probably. I remember, like, the only thing I really remember from that is uh, showing up to the rink and my mom or dad was like, oh, Crystal's team doesn't have a, a goalie. They need you to play goalie. And then I went net and ever since, ever since that game, like I was their starting goalie or whatever. It was the most bizarre thing ever. Uh, yeah, they didn't have enough players that season. So uh, we were the little brothers that if we were there and they needed a player, we would throw on the gear, eh? <laughs> thank, God we were, thank God we were there to step in. Yeah. Yeah, we were just doing it for the team, right? And, and the girls, right? Just doing mm-hmm. it to just just doing it for the team. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. No, it was interesting. But if people don't know what ringette is, folks, it's basically hockey with 
without blades on their sticks. And um, yeah, there's a blue ring that you put the stick in, right? And then you got to pass it over the blue lines or you're offside, right? You have to, somebody has to be ahead of you. and You got to pass it over the blue line, right? Yeah, you can't carry it. No, <laughs> can't carry it. You can't slash. You can only, what is it? Lift the stick or something to get the ring out from the that, bottom. It's tough, right? Once somebody gets their stick in that rig, she's tough to get, get, get it oh, away from God, the girls, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, when you well, when you got the bigger ones that are heavy on their stick, yeah, you can't get that thing out. No, no, no. There's some determined girls out there. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's how we know each other, folks. Is our sisters were on the same ringette team, and we'd pitch in and help out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then our parents were friends, and we would uh, hang out outside of the rink then, um, and. Uh, you were a, a budding hockey player, and so was I as children. So we would have our battles there too, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mini sticks were always – it was pretty much NHL downstairs, man. Well, we were playing for the Stanley Cup, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I, there was – yeah, there was no friends down there. No, I sent you home with your tail between your legs a couple times, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> um, okay. The only other time I've heard your – Real like the other way I would know you is I, my East Coast kind of roommate Corey Leclaire, I went to visit him in a summer when I was living in Elmira, and he just happened to be living with your sister. Did you know that? No. In water in Waterloo, yeah. Corey Leclaire really? was renting her basement in Waterloo, and I just randomly ran into your sister decades later. That's insane. Mm-hmm. What a, that's that's actually nuts, man. What a like small world, eh? It really is strange sometimes, especially when you start a podcast. It gets real weird. Yeah, um, it's like I, uh, I don't know who knows who, and I just put these up on Instagram, like who's coming on, and I put you up, and people write to me, and I think, huh, I had no idea they knew each other, but just gives me some good info sometimes, you know? Yeah, what's well, uh, a- Andrew Colburn said? He's excited to listen, so. Yeah, and then there was uh, Brett Huris, another yeah. per- former yeah. teammate of yours, I guess, that reached out. His old man came on, Larry. Yeah, I remember uh, the the legend Larry Huris had his own stick, his own uh, curve. I think it was like Bush or something. Like this company was called Bush or whatever. Might have been the worst curve I've ever seen. But like Brett used it, and he was lights out with it. It was insane. What type of player was Brett. Just a, like a grinder, third line, just a, work hard, just, a, just yeah. great team guy. Yeah, he was a great guy. Just a hardworking dude, man. Like, he was one of those guys that showed up with, like, like unlimited energy every day. He, like, I'd come to the rink some days, and I'm like, I don't even want to put my skates on. That guy's, like, running laps around on the ice, and he was just stupid. I totally understand. Yeah, it's like when you'd show up before pro practice and like you got the the guy like running laps to warm up and you're like geez i'm really sore from last night (laughs) still hung over (laughs) okay um i guess uh then we'll get into where and what are you doing now well i'm still playing lacrosse that's Um, nuts eh like you're you're 36 eh yeah yeah going in this will be 15th or 16th year and I got taken by um, Fort Worth so there's a team in Texas now Uh, I got taken by them in the expansion draft so 
um, yeah, that's exciting, I guess. Uh, new so team, you're on an expansion guys. team. Yeah, as a 36-year-old with a first first kid on the way, the same weekend the season opens. So. Oh, dear. Well, congratulations on the, the kid yeah. coming. That, that's going to change your life. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's uh, coming faster than I thought it would, for sure. Yeah, no, and then once they come out, they're out there forever, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no going back. No, you can't put them back in. <laughs> no, no, yeah, so lacrosse, yeah, lacrosse has been good. I, uh, I'm working full-time also at the city of Kitchener, so that's uh, that was a, a nice little job for me to take. Uh, I got really lucky with that one. Um, How long have you been, been working for the city? Uh, this is, I've been four years full time, but I've been there as like a temporary worker for four years before. Um, that's actually where I met my wife. So it, uh, yeah, everything seemed to, to work out pretty decent. Yeah. So that's one of my questions then, cause obviously you've had a hell of a lacrosse career and you're still playing pro is you are working full time. So, um, is it just kind of like, uh, like, I don't know what the money's like. I don't know what kind of. I don't know anything about it, right? Yeah, no, and most people don't. And, you know, I, no, I never take offense to it because nobody, honestly, when you talk to most people, they don't even know what lacrosse is. So let alone, you know, how much money we make and stuff. We and it's make, not really something you need to ask. I Like, it's just like, I knew people worked outside of it, but I didn't know yeah. if they're working part-time jobs, if, but like at your age, you're going to want a career, right? And you're going to need to yeah. find a real job at some point, but there's probably a lot of years you could have just worked part-time to just to kill time, right? Yeah. Cause you're playing lacrosse. Yeah. That's, and that's what I did for the first four or five years of my career. I would live in market. So I lived in uh, Minnesota. I lived in Buffalo. Uh, I lived in Denver. Where else did I go? Minnesota. Did I say Minnesota? Yeah, whatever. Um, but uh, so I would live in those places for the season and come home and then I'd work at the city uh, as a temporary worker for the summer. And then I would fly back and live where I, where I was playing and so on and so forth. But then, yeah, like you said, you know, you're not going to not going to play forever. So you got to settle down get a job, you know, set yourself up for later on in life. So, yeah. Fortunately for me, the, the city was hiring a bunch of, we had like six or seven spots that were hiring and I got one of them. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, I'm, I'm very curious because I, obviously you're the first lacrosse player we've had on the pods of cheers. Uh, yeah, cheers. But uh, <clears throat> like, so I was seeing you were playing about 18 games a regular season. Is that about right? And is that two a weekend and then you fly in, play two games and fly out? Um. It depends. Like some, some weekends, it's just one week or one game a weekend. Um, so like in a regular schedule for most of the league, cause our league is uh, we we're only allowed one practice per week. So that, and that's like the league rule. So, cause everyone, everyone <laughs> sounds everywhere, like my right? type like, of league. Sorry. Buddy, you um, would flourish. in this yeah. league. It's <laughs> Like there's no other than the running, in, right? Like, the running, well, that'd be a, that'd be a, <laughs> It'll be a yeah. hiccup there, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Other than like like being on your own and trying, you have to like maintain like staying in shape. Well, to a t to a point anyway, right? Like whatever. Um, 
you, you'd like, you fly in. We, so if our game's on Saturday, we'll fly in Friday. We'll practice Friday night, go to the hotel. Um, we'll have a shoot around, little run around in the morning, have lunch, play the game. And then we fly home like 6 a.m. in the morning on Sundays. And those are like, Sundays are the worst days because you're like, you're still banged up from the bar. Like you go out, you play the game, and then you go out, like everybody from each team goes out to a certain bar because each you all uh, know city, each other too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, most of us have played either with each other or against each other at some point. And like, so you play the game, no one, you know, friends on the floor, but then afterwards, like there's always like a bar in each city that the whole, like both teams will go to, you'll have some drinks or whatever. Not everybody goes out, but a, you know, a lot of guys do it, but then like your, our teams, like they schedule our flights. I swear just to fuck us over Sundays, like 6am man. when you're coming home from a bar at three and then you still got to pack your clothes and get, and get on the bus and, and get to the bar. you just want to go to sleep and you, you just, just you can't. You just want to shut her down. That's right. But yeah, you can't. And then the worst part is when you land home and then you got to figure out how you're going to drive. So sometimes you're just spending a couple hours in the parking lot to sober up at the airport. Oh man. So what months does a, a lacrosse season go then? If you're playing a, like how many months? Um, it goes from December till uh, April is our regular season. So December 3rd, until April 22nd, I believe, or whatever, yeah, April 22nd. Okay. And then uh, playoffs is every week after that. Yeah, and then how long can uh, playoffs go? I saw your, your most in a season was, what, four playoff games. So is, they're yeah. not series, right? Um, there were series last year, but I think they're going back to just one game eliminations. Okay. Except uh, for the – I think except for the finals. The finals might be three out of five. Okay. Um, curious question. So then how much do you got to train at your age to be ready to go for lacrosse season? Like how much do you have to run? Running sucks. Well, let's just say more than what I'm doing right now. So, um, time, time to crack the whip as they'd say. We got, we got one month till training camp. So that's enough time. Fuck. You only need a couple weeks. Yeah. I usually shut her down from like the, from going hard on weekends right about now. So give myself a good month of like a real solid training and then you're ready for training camp. So yeah, I don't know. You don't like our league is funny. I call it the best beer league in North America. Cause like, it really is like a, like a glorified beer league. Like we got guys, some guys are in like, they're cut like diamonds. And then some guys have milk bag bodies. Like I do. That's like, just like hockey. <laughs> well, yeah. not anymore. That's how it used to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Games change. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I know. If only I if only I knew like how You to don't do, seem uh, like you have a milk bag body though, especially at your age. You look uh you look pretty trim, I'd say. I put a put a filter on this so it makes me look cut. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got gotcha. you. No, okay. Um well, I bet we should get into a little bit of your hockey career and lacrosse here to start. So minor hockey, you played, did you play for Woolwich or Waterloo right away? You're in Waterloo, weren't you? Yeah. Waterloo. Yeah. So you played triple a growing up and uh, just, I guess I was there too, for a couple of years. I knew you yeah. from that too. And um, I also played minor lacrosse in Waterloo and you would have been a couple of years below me, but I played a couple of years out there. Yeah. 
Well, the two go hand in hand, right? So, like, usually hockey and lacrosse, like, hand-eye coordination plays a factor in both both games. And it's just, like, it was, like, a natural thing. You play hockey in the winter and lacrosse in the summer. Like, that was just how it was. Yeah, I did a couple years, and then I got into roller hockey instead. But, no, it, it, and running. It's just not my thing, right? I'm just – I don't excel no. at it. Not too many people do. I don't. I'm lucky because I don't, I only have to play one way. I play offense only. Yeah. I want to talk about that. Okay. Cause um, (laughs) I see how many points you put up and I've watched the games on TV. I remember when we were kids, we were just playing. We were just kids right there, but we weren't doing the strategy of like, when you guys get the ball, everybody runs off and then the, the offense guys come on. And I, I watched a pro game and I was like, wow, this is bizarre. What's going on. So you're a forward, so you only go on the floor really when your team has the ball. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, forward defense and transition players. Um, so the transition players, they'll usually start by playing defense and they'll run up and play offense. Some of them will stay, some of them will change. I run literally from the offensive door to the offensive zone and back to the offensive door. Unless I get stuck in like a little – area where I can't get to the bench and I might have to go run back and play defense which is very like rare and very terrible if I do get back there I'm the worst probably the worst defender to ever play lacrosse but uh yeah it's it's 30 seconds hard like as hard as you can go and then you're back to the bench that's when you're on offense you're going as hard as you can go like you ripping around for the most part, yeah, because like usually like a good offense is like a team that's never really standing still. So like you're always like pick you're and rolls and pick, pick and roll. You're passing, you're cutting, you're setting picks, you're doing whatever, right? And then uh, you get a shot, maybe a reset or two, and then it's back to the bench. Catch your catch your breath and get ready for next shift. Okay, so there's it's usually like. There's not more than one offensive guy, though. Like, when you guys get the ball, you're going every time. Um, we have, like, some teams play six six uh, offensive guys. Some teams will play with seven. So, like, you'll have your set five guys that go out, and then two are sitting on the bench waiting for the next shift. And then three guys will will rotate into that shift, too. Like, you'll double shift. Jeez. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I realized I didn't understand the, the coaching side of it and the strategy much when I yeah. started watching the pro game. It's a lot of, uh, it's like hockey and basketball kind of mixed. I'd like, I think. Yeah, no, it really is. It's there's kind of like a half court offense, right. Where you set it yeah. up and pick and roll like basketball, but then yeah, there's still the plays around the net, like hockey. Yeah. I gotcha. I, I, I hear what you're, I'm picking up what you're laying down. I think um, you could have made. I think you could have made it. I think you could have made it in lacrosse. You I wasn't tough enough for that. Would have just stuck with it. I think you had it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't even play for the rep team. I was just a little. What do they call that local league, the house league player. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Green team. <laughs> um, but so then you did play for the Sugar Kings. You ended up making Junior B. What? When did you realize like? It was more lacrosse than hockey for yourself. Um, it's a good question, to be honest with you. Um, I think it was probably when I took a couple scholarships, and I say a couple because I dropped out um, more than once. But uh, I had more offers to go 
to school to play lacrosse and I did hockey. Um, I did have some offers to go play hockey, but not like they were like D3 schools or whatever. Because you were uh, pretty, you were only looked like you were about 17 when you scored 33 goals. That would have got some attention. Yeah. Well, I remember, I'll never forget this too. The, the scout from Princeton came up to me after the Sugar Kings game and gave me the book. And he's like, hey, man, we're, uh, we're really interested in, in having you come to Princeton. I looked at him and I said, like, thank you, sir, but you might as well keep this book. I said, A, I don't have the school, the schooling or the marks to go to Princeton. And I don't think my parents can afford to send me to an Ivy League school without a scholarship. So I was like, thank you, but no, thank you. But yeah. uh, I had, I, do you remember Kelly Katorji at all? I don't think so. He was like, he was like a guy from Kitchener. He like approached me after junior B was over and asked if I wanted to go play out in Germany. And I just said, like, I was like, no, I don't think so. I'm going to try lacrosse. And then, so I went to school twice, dropped out twice, ended up getting drafted first overall. And then what, what schools did you go to? Uh, Sacred Heart University in, in uh, Connecticut. And then I went to, um, Bellarmine University in Kentucky and just didn't didn't like it the first one I didn't like I just I took that scholarship because it was the best one I never visited that school it was just the best that they had that anyone's had to offer and then the second one someone actually uh, got expelled and they gave me his scholarship I went down there we had like 16 Canadians on our team and it was just a shit show like every single day like go drink here party here but every time i swear every time we drank like i got caught and we were on a dry campus at the time and it was like i like every time we drank i got caught and then i got in trouble and i was just like you know what forget this i'm gonna go home i'm gonna go to work i'm gonna go play i'm gonna get drafted and play professional lacrosse <laughs> yeah so when you went there was it field lacrosse or box lacrosse yeah it was field lacrosse yeah yeah, because there's not really scholarships for in the arena lacrosse. It's box lacrosse, right? No, no, not at all. It's all 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 scholarships for field lacrosse. Yeah, and they would have scouted you playing. Did you play field lacrosse to get scouted for that or no? Not really. Like, so they just scout um, lacrosse in general. A lot of uh, a lot of Canadians are getting like more and more Canadians are getting scholarships to play field lacrosse just because um, when you play box cross, when you play in tight quarters like that, your stick skills are, I'd like to say are a little better than the Americans who play strictly um, field. field lacrosse, but they are, America is starting to bring box cross into like uh, minor systems and stuff like that. So they are trying to grow box cross in the States too, because I, they're seeing, like the Canadians dominate in like division one Ivy league schools. So um, yeah, they're, they're starting more and more box programs are coming up everywhere. Yeah. It seems more exciting to me when I watch lacrosse, the box does the field just seems like there's too much space, right? It's like, it's like watching yeah. a tight hockey game when they play full ice and they're too little to be on that big of an ice surface. But then when they play cross ice, there's just a lot more happening. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. That's a good analogy for sure. Um, okay. I do remember you though. You were playing rep for, was it the KW Braves they were called? 
Yeah. Is that where you get scouted for all that? Is just playing for Kitchener Waterloo? Yeah. Yeah. That's where, so I played junior A, uh, my five years for Kitchener and that's, yeah. So they would scout me from wherever we would play. Like if it was in Kitchener, if it was in Whitby, if it was in Aurelia, wherever. So yeah, that's pretty much it. But I don't even know like if, if a lot of field coaches came down to watch box cross, I think they just saw like, they probably just looked at stats and were like, okay, well, this guy's decent. This guy's decent. We'll just see if we can find some sort of game film and watch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Game film changes everything <laughs> now. And now they all they watch is videos for everybody. Yeah. I can um, only imagine. I can only imagine if they had game film of me playing hockey back in the day, just how lazy I was never coming back to back check. <laughs> Oh, I struggled with it at that age too, though, in junior, you know, but um, yeah, back checking. It's just not always that much fun, but um, how were you guys with the Sure Kings while you were there? You were there, was it a year after me or two? I think it was, yeah, I think two years after you. We were good. We had, we had a good team. Um, like we had like Ken Dunn, Ranker was still there. Um Colburn, so then you're, you're the year after you're the year right yeah. after i leave then must have been yeah must have been right after but yeah we we were good like we had a decent team um i remember we i think we lost to cambridge in the finals or the semi-finals or i think maybe it was the finals to go to the like the sutherland cup tournament i can't remember it's too yeah. far back too many right. concussions do you have you had a few in lacrosse is that a thing that happens a lot in lacrosse yeah, I've had a couple. <laughs> I've had, I've had uh, I think about eight. Is that yeah. right? Eh? Like bad ones yeah. where you don't remember and stuff, or just the ringer, um, they're all different sizes. They're all different. Yeah, I had one that put me out for about four weeks. I like, I couldn't even really get out of bed. I'd like, I'd wake up, eat, and then go back to sleep. So that was that one wasn't fun. But uh, for the most part, they've been okay. It just for a guy my size, it sucks because like I'm five foot eight, and I'm going into the middle trying to catch the ball, and guys are like six foot two sliding across the middle to take your head off. So, right? Yeah. No, that doesn't sound like that much fun. Uh, but I guess it's yeah. kind of like hockey, right? When it's like just, yeah, you're the same size as me. You're playing pro lacrosse. Pro, I'm playing pro hockey, and we're both just getting hit hard, right? Uh, <laughs> That's it. You got to rely on your smarts and your skills to get you through it. Pressure, Belgian whip here. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on then is, um, so you get drafted first overall when you leave your scholarship. You got a pretty good idea that's going to happen then and that it's kind of worth it to leave school to pursue that? Um, to a point, yeah. Like I, I was, uh, I had been in contact with um, a couple GMs and I knew I was going to get drafted. I knew that for sure. I didn't know I was going to get drafted first overall. Um, I actually only knew I was going to get drafted first overall at the draft when, so funny story, I was supposed to get taken second overall, but the guy that was supposed to get drafted first overall couldn't make the draft. So they drafted me first because I was there <laughs> and him second because he wasn't. So <laughs> yeah. Which, Basically, and, and that was with I'm San Jose. Two. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a second overall pick, but number one by default. <laughs> but they actually picked you first overall because you were there. Because I was there, yeah. Uh, but then you got traded, it said, before even the start of the season. Mm -hmm. So you never yeah, got to live in San Jose? 
uh, for about three weeks. I went down there for training camp. We lived, uh, we lived there for three weeks. It was pretty sweet. We had like, uh, our own little condo block off and uh community pool, everything. It was wicked, man. We got sponsored by Chipotle. Oh, stop you've, had, you've had Chipotle, right? Like oh, we would talk dirty to me. Do it. Man, it would be breakfast, lunch, dinner, Chipotle, nothing but no, we Why didn't spend not? a dime. Didn't spend a dime. Just eat Chipotle every meal. It was the best thing I've ever had. I understand. Yeah. In, in, uh, in our college of Western Michigan, there in the hockey programs, every program that wasn't sold at the game, there'd be boxes and boxes of them. And everyone had buy one, get one at Qdova. So there was quite a bit of queso going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when we visited you guys at uh, Western Michigan. Do you remember well, when we came down with the Sugar Kings? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I remember coming to the hotel and seeing you guys. I, I went yeah. for, to visit you guys after the game. Yeah, that was wicked, man. Who were you guys? Who did you play like Brown or something? I don't know. Oh dear, you would you'd be nice. asking the wrong person if you're asking me. <laughs> yeah. No, that was wicked, man. That was a good trip. I kind of wish I would have pursued hockey a little more, but well, you seem to be doing all right at the lacrosse if you're eighth ever, right? Like you look at the NHL eighth ever leading scorer, that's a pretty big deal, right? Mm. It just means I've been playing a long time. I didn't realize um, you were that good. I obviously don't really follow the lacrosse league, but eighth um, ever—that's quite the accomplishment. And you're still rocking. Hey, you can uh, still climb the ladder quite a bit. Yeah, I would. I, I would like to. Whether I do or not, it's. I mean, it all depends on how the season goes. But yeah, there's a couple guys within reach. It'd be nice to. It'd be nice to catch them. Um, and obviously, you know, with the newborn, it'd be nice to play a couple more seasons so my kid could see me play. Doesn't yeah. have to just don't don't just hear the stories. He can actually he or she could actually uh, come watch for themselves. Yeah, no, it is a special feeling when your kids can come watch what you're doing. I those years where, um, yeah, my son and then I guess right at the end, my daughter for a little bit. But it is really special, especially when you can take them on the ice after a game and like. You know, I yeah. see the fans and see what you're doing. It's a, yeah, that's a pretty cool moment. I hope you get to do all that with he or she. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even know yet. We're waiting for the day. We so I guess the pro lacrosse is just like uh, hockey. Eh? There's always young punks coming up every year trying to take your job. And is it just like hockey? Or are they just young punks now or what? Yeah. Except they're young and like, super athletic punks like it's back when Sounds i like first hockey started, like, <laughs> yeah when i first started into the league like you could make it like without doing any gym no training no nothing whatever like guys are just like you just went on weekends and played the game that was all basically that it was except for the odd guy that was actually like in shape but like we always use training camp as a way to get into shape now it's like if you're not in shape coming into training camp you're gone before the season starts like we do fitness tests we do beep tests still like all that shit and it's like man i want to go back to the old days where like i could be 210 pounds and just run and shoot the ball and do nothing else 
Right, but that that doesn't happen, right? As you get older, then you have to start doing more to keep up, and it's just like hockey, right? Like it's yeah. as you get older, you got to do more because they get younger and you don't. You got to you got to do more than what they're doing, and they're already doing more, which is mm, disgusting, silly. isn't it? It it's, is. It's silly. Yeah, but you know, a lot of the young guys, so a lot of the young players, they don't have full time jobs and stuff, right? So they're able to do that, whereas like. For me, I come home after I start at seven o'clock until three. I don't. I work in the city. Like, don't get me wrong; it's not the hardest job in the world. Some days it's a grind. Some days it's not. But after like your eight hours of work, it's kind of hard to like motivate yourself to want to do like an hour and a half, two hour workout. But you know that if you don't, then you're not going to play and you're not going to make the money that is like available to support your family. So. I totally understand. Um, there were a couple years during pro where I worked in the summer and I, after a day of work to try and even if you do work out to actually work out like you should or like yeah. you would fresh in the morning, it's a whole different thing, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Now you're throwing a kid in the mix too. Good luck. No, but actually <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun when you got to go work out, right? The <laughs> They yeah, screaming and they're screaming and shit themselves there for the first year. Yeah. Here, mom, it's yours. I got to go downstairs and work out. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, got to work out. Um, okay, so you uh, were drafted first overall. Went to San Jose for a few weeks, but you got traded to the Toronto Rock, which would be like your home team, right? Because that's the team yeah. I know of, um, and they're playing like in the Leafs Arena, right? Like the ACC. Yep. So how was that yeah. experience? It was wicked, man. Like uh, when I got traded to Toronto, they were still like one of the best fan bases in the league. They were getting like 13, 14,000 fans a game. In you got to stop ACC. playing with that thing. Sorry. Get it out of your hands. Yeah. Stop that, it. It's, a, it's my beer tab. Yeah, um, we can hear it. Yeah. Uh, but no, Toronto was, was wicked. It was just – like, and it was, it was wicked because it was people from everywhere, like all over Ontario would come to Toronto to watch you play. Your family got to come, your, your friends, everybody, like your closest people in your life got to come watch you play. Now it's like, it's different, right? Cause you get traded and you're like, I was in Minnesota and uh, Colorado. Like my friends can't come watch me play out there. They can't take a flight. Well, they could, but they won't. Right. Like, yeah. but uh no, it was those couple of years, those first couple of years in Toronto were awesome, man. Cause I'll have, I had some, some good memories of like just after the games and hotels with the boys and, you know, it was just, yeah, it was a wicked time. Yeah, I'm sure it would be like, you'd just cruise down there for the weekend then, eh? And you'd have a place to stay. You'd be the star of the show and then you hit the town for the night, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, we we stayed at the the Weston Harbor Castles, the same place like all the NHL teams play or uh, stay. And then, um, yeah, we got we had uh, an after party bar called Joe Badali's. We'd go to Joe Badali's and feed us food. We'd have drinks and then just go wherever from there, wherever the night took us. But man, that was uh, Toronto was like, yeah, it was it was fair game. Do whatever. It was wicked. That sounds pretty fun. Um, so how old are you at that point of your life? How old would I be? I think 20. 
I guess. Eh? Yeah, fun. that sounds like a pretty fun time. So that's your December to April. You're having a pretty good time heading to Toronto or flying to whatever city every weekend, eh? Yeah. And yeah. Then you've been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, seen a lot of wicked places. I've played in a lot of wicked places too. Denver was one of my favorites favorite cities I've ever played and I've ever lived. If I could, I would, I think I would move back to Denver. Yeah. I've heard it's... great things. I've, I've been to Colorado, but not Denver. I think I was in yeah. Colorado Springs and it was just, it's incredible out there, isn't it? Yeah. There's just so much to do. Like you can never be bored there. There's unlimited things to do. Um, so I guess in your career, then you play for Toronto for a couple of years and then you go to, was it the Edmonton Rush? You even played for Edmonton, eh? Yeah. So then you yeah. got to fly out there. Yeah. And that place, I don't know. Not my favorite. Not It wasn't my favorite. Just that that year kind of sucked because it was – well, Edmonton's not really, like, the greatest city in Canada, first of all. Right. Um, but so we would practice – the night before games in Edmonton, but with the time change, so we would land and then we would practice at like nine o'clock at night till 11 o'clock at night with the time change. That's like middle of the uh, night. That's uh, midnight till whatever, right? Till yeah. 2 a.m. So your body, you're just slogging it out there. Then you got to go to sleep, wake up, come back for shoot around and then play the game and then come back to Toronto and time change again, you're losing that. And then you start team. work on Monday. And then go back to work on Monday at, yeah, at 6 a.m. Jeez. Which you have to, yeah, that, yeah, that's busy life, eh? Yeah. Like our, our league is like, you have to really dedicate yourself to, to play. Like, to be honest with you, like, I know I call it a, a beer league and everything, the best beer league, but there's actually like a dedication to the game and like to your life that you have to make. And you know, it's, it's worth it. Don't get me wrong. Some guys get paid more. Some guys get paid less, just like hockey, but the money that we make to play 18 games and practice one time a week, and sometimes not even one time a week. It's fantastic, man. Fantastic. Yeah, no, it sounds fun. And it sounds like you would have lived great twenties and thirties so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i've had some uh i've had some fun times to say the least yes i yes i could see that how many people are on a lacrosse team uh we have 21 roster spots and i think i think 21 and then four we get four practice players so a practice player is exactly what it sounds like he just comes out to practice and yeah, he fills just fills a spot in practice, so you don't have to take as many reps. Yeah, um, and what's we talked briefly, like so you're about to head off to a training camp. What goes on a lacrosse training camp? I I don't know if it's like hockey, but it's um, basically we'll have like inter squad games, uh, a lot of fitness tests. Um, yeah, sounds the same same yeah same kind of thing like and then we'll have like exhibition games against other teams where like you might play one quarter out of the four or maybe half the game um, ease into it a bit yeah you just ease into it yeah and then uh 
Yeah, so basically, it's and it's only on weekends, so it's every weekend. Uh, well, every weekend from November till December. Um, so we'll go, we'll go one night on Friday or one practice Friday, uh, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. So it's yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot of running and it's a lot of. But you still work all week, right? And then you got to yeah, go there yeah. to get trained all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You, it sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's worth it, but it sucks. But you're right. There is a dedication to your life. And like, you got to have a passion for that game and want to be there every weekend with the boys, right? You can't yeah. want to be doing something else. No, I think, I think that's mostly why I still play too, is just because uh, like, hanging out with the boys like in the locker room the buses the flights and all that stuff money's great for sure but like i think that i don't know you probably miss the locker room right like well look at what i'm doing (laughs) yeah but you're you're having fun with it which is wicked and but i think i don't know i think any athlete will tell you it's the one thing that they miss the most is being in the locker room with the fellas after a game or something Absolutely. That's a hundred percent what I miss about it. It's not playing the actual game, right? Yeah, no, no. (laughs) Uh, But uh, you're still doing this. So then you do go to from Edmonton, which wasn't great to the Minnesota swarm. So I'm guessing that's uh, St. Paul. Yeah. St. Paul. Yeah. Is that the wilds arena? The XL? Yeah. Yeah. I played roller hockey there. Yep. Okay. Did you? Yeah, that place is wicked, man. Have you ever you ever see a Minnesota State hockey game, like nope. the 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 high school state championships? I've seen it Absolutely. on TV. Yeah, insane. Absolutely insane. They love high school hockey there, eh? It's the it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's like comparable to like your Texas like high school football stuff, but like the X would be like literally sold out for, uh, for high school hockey games. man. Sold out. So that's like 20,000 people, isn't it? Like 18. I think, I think that place holds 18,000 people for a high school hockey game. That would be really fun to play in as a high school kid. eh? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And they like, they do the same thing where like the, the bands play and all that stuff, just like, at Western Michigan, probably, you know, yeah. they had the band, the band in the stands and everything. Oh yeah. Uh, Minnesotans are nice people too. Eh? You must have enjoyed your time there. Yeah. No, they're really, they're really nice people. They're kind of like, uh, I think they're more like Canadians than yeah. anywhere else for sure. Yeah, I agree. So you were there four years. That's a long time. And then you go to four <laughs> years with Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Not as nice of a place as Minnesota, probably. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> good chicken wings, though, right? Yeah, great chicken wings. That's right. Good. And the Bills games were fun, too. Okay. Uh, I've never been to one, so that sounds fun. You should go. And I make should. sure you go bright and early in Dalegate, because that's where the fun really is. Well, Who cares about the game? Well, Western Michigan Broncos loved the football team. Never really watched any of the games. <laughs> the yeah. tailgating was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah. Best that's days of I, college ever. Yeah. That's what I do when I go to Bill's games. I don't I couldn't even tell you the score of the game after I just go for the tailgate. Yeah. No, that it, 
it's fun to do things like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, Buffalo, 2015. You had 113 points in 18 games played. So, um, I don't know what's normal in lacrosse, but 113 points in 18 games doesn't sound normal. Uh, it's starting to become more normal. Um, no, that year we had a we had a really good team, and I just I was one of like the I I was the guy that got the ball a lot. So I, I, I took, I don't know, however many hundreds of shots. I, I always had, I always touched the ball pretty much every shift I was on the floor. And uh, yeah, I was just fortunate enough to like, to get a lot of points that year. And 113 was good. I, I can't even, I don't even remember what the league record is like 130 or something stupid like that. But So you weren't that far off. Cause that's only like one game played by your points yeah. per game. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I, I try to average three, four points a game. Like if you're a top player in the league, your, your average is like four or five points a game. Okay. Yeah, no, I understand. It's like when you're in Germany and you're like, you got to get three to four points a weekend then two games, you know, Yeah. on average, give or take. <laughs> so I understand. Um, okay, so you liked your time in Buffalo then? Yeah, yeah. Buffalo was fun. Buffalo was uh, was good. It was close to home. A lot of a uh, lot of chances for the family and friends to come watch me play there, which was nice. So in lacrosse in the NLL, if you uh, if you get traded to a team or you get picked up by an expansion franchise or whatever it's not a good fit like how much of a say do you got in getting out of a place or moving or getting traded is it like hockey the same type of thing like you could get stuck in bad spots yeah i mean i'm sure it's the same i've never really been that kind of that kind of guy i usually if i get traded i get traded whatever so be it i know there are guys that have like they'll hold out or demand trades and stuff like that but um yeah, it's it's like any other sport, right? If you don't want to be in the city that you're that you're in, you're just either gonna sit out or sulk or ask for a trade. And how long are your contracts? Are they just one year deals, or have you had multi year deals in lacrosse? Yeah, I've had multi years. Um, a lot of guys sign one year deals because our league is such like a it's such a performance based um, league. So like if you if you were to sign a five-year deal at X amount of dollars and then kill it for like the first three years, and then you're like, Oh fuck, this guy's making 50,000 bucks more than I am, but I'm putting up, you know, yeah. six, 60 more points than he is like, yeah, you can try to re- renegotiate, but most GMs will tell you to go kick rocks. Like they're like, well, we lost. Oh, yeah. The end, Once so. you have the deal, you have the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of guys, a lot of guys will sign one year deals, but I signed, like, I think my longest one was only three years. So like, it's a lot just, longer than mine. I was a one yeah. year deal guy. Well, it never hurts either. Right. Cause keeps you, you motivated. You, right. Yeah, exactly. Say you have like a killer season, then you can come to the bargaining table with your, all your chips in your hand. 
Yeah. So where are we now? You were in Buffalo for four years. You still have a few more stops along the way. So Colorado mm-hmm. Mammoths, that's when you're in Denver? Yeah. yeah. And how, how long were you there? Not too long, eh? Uh, just two seasons, I think it was. Yeah, two and a, two and a bit. And you lived there. You were there the whole time. That would have been nice. Um, the, the first year I did. The second year I, I actually – the second year was the first year I took a full-time job at the city. That'd so be, I had that'd to be fl- tough to fly. fly to Denver and be like, geez, I could be living here, but I took yeah. that job. Eh? Yeah. 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 You just fly in and out on weekends. So mm. not as much fun, but still fun. I understand. And then you go to the Rochester Nighthawks. Yeah. I know all yeah. these teams now. I know. Well, they're all right here on my arm, too. I got them all. Is that right? Yeah, I got them, most of them tattooed on me. Just like, that's my that's my thing. I should put a suitcase in here somewhere, too. <laughs> is it mainly yeah. all lacrosse on your arm there? Yeah, that's all it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that that's cool. So, um. What next question then is you go to the Halifax Thunderbirds. Did you have any donairs? I did. Yeah. Good stuff, eh? After a night out? They're not bad. Yeah. Especially uh, at like 3.30 in the morning when you're stumbling out of the bar finally. Yeah. They're, uh, they're good. Yeah. So Rochester moved from Rochester to Halifax and the team just went with it. And uh, Yeah. It was wicked, man. And then COVID hit. So, like, it hit in the middle of our our inaugural season. We were leading the league. We were first place and then got shut down by COVID. Is that right? Yeah. And that's with Halifax. You guys were first place? Yeah. What rink are you playing out in Halifax? Is that, like, where the – what's that, the Mooseheads or whatever? The- where the, yeah, where the Mooseheads play, yeah. So not quite as many fans in that arena, but because it was a small arena, it felt packed. You know what I mean? Like it felt. Yeah. And they were loud there, loud, passionate fans, which was pretty wild to see because like lacrosse is, isn't really a huge thing out there. It's starting to become bigger, but it's not the it's not the biggest thing. It's not like the Mooseheads, right? Right. So then COVID shuts it down. Which, thank goodness you have your full-time job then, right? Because with lacrosse, yeah. we've just been shut down, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, the owners were nice enough to pay us out our remaining contracts. Well, for that year, anyway. Because we played half the season. The owners were nice enough. They paid us in full for that year. That's great. Last, last year, we didn't get anything except for our signing bonus. So, if you had a signing bonus, that's what you got paid. And then uh, no, no game pay, no nothing. Um, and then now this year, they're, we're finally getting the season going again. Hopefully, anyway, we, we still got – there's still restrictions with border crossing and all that stuff. We got to figure this all out. But from what I've heard, it's, it's a goal. Well, that would be exciting to get back at it because, I mean, realistically, you could have – played the last year or two and put up more points and you would have been even closer to the top of that ladder of all-time points yeah. eh well, I would like to think so <laughs> well yeah you would have been right <laughs> yeah yeah it's like Ovi in yeah. hockey right he can't score the goals in the NHL when the games aren't being played that's right you think he's gonna catch Gretzky 
Well, I think that whole like losing games lately hasn't been helping him, right? No. But no. I don't know. It'll be iffy. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm not sure what else I got here. Um, there's a few questions I got. Is uh, what are the differences between? I like. I, I guess you play junior hockey, but like between a hockey locker room and a lacrosse locker room, is there much difference? No, not really. It's uh, it's all the same. You got you got your serious guys. You got your goofy guys, and it's just yeah, everybody blends in. Music's loud. Get pumped up. Go play the game. Come back. Have a couple pints in the locker room. Well, maybe not in junior, but a couple pints in the locker room afterwards, and then yeah, get dressed, go home. Yeah. No, and that's that's the stuff you miss, right? And when it's over, yeah. it's over, right? When when you were out playing did uh did you guys have like were you allowed to drink in the locker rooms and stuff like did you have um not in a lot of places um in in cardiff about the end of my career um there were certain times we'd be able to which were home wins on when we didn't play the next night there'd be there could be quite a few in the room and then germany it depended on your coach quite a few coaches would let you some wouldn't let you have a drop the whole season right like you never knew who you're gonna get yeah hockey was fun some years hockey wasn't fun other years well i guess it's different too you guys actually have to like play back to back and like be in shape and take care of yourselves or <laughs> we get we get the week to recover and that's wicked yeah but like and it's also i don't know yeah it depended how serious it all was too and how much i don't know different uh cultures overseas though there were more beers in the room and people were more relaxed than say in the ahl or the east coast that shit's not happening over here yeah yeah no not really it's pretty serious Eh, people are serious about minor hockey these days you know man we can't even get like we can't get kids to come play minor lacrosse anymore because everybody's parents are keeping them on the ice all year round that's everybody's everyone's going to the show and they all have to play hockey all year round or they're going to be behind little johnny that's it (laughs) that's right (laughs) yeah uh, i don't know i don't know if i could do that i don't know if i could if i could have done that i think i would have got bored of hockey it's, it's bored or sick of it or um yeah like i know i totally agree but you gotta you gotta miss it to love it again right you gotta go through the summer of not playing it to be pumped for the season to start right yeah 100 percent. i agree yeah that's why i would leave my skates in germany and just fly home without them because <laughs> <laughs> i needed a break that's it um no but i i'm really curious to watch you play this year and uh see how fort worth is for you yeah we'll see yeah it's gonna be interesting to say the least yeah and this is an expansion team do you know any of the other boys that have been picked up or anything yeah a couple of them yeah i played with a few of them coached one of them so coached one of them yeah in junior yeah which is funny it's always fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting as you get older, right? And then you start seeing people that yeah. were a lot younger. <laughs> I know. It's, it's it's actually like, it's weird to see 
the kids that I coached in junior, now they're starting to play like professional and I'm playing against them. So it's like, <laughs> hopefully I didn't like do something stupid to you while I was coaching. Like, get you pissed off. You take my head off out there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're nice. But that is one thing we haven't talked about is the, the fights you've probably seen in lacrosse. Because eh? lacrosse fights are a whole different thing than hockey fights and uh that's one thing i i don't want to end this thing without talking about that because there's some wild fights in lacrosse isn't there yeah it it not so much anymore is but, that right uh, it's like hockey hazy sunset it's, it's kind of like hockey it's i wouldn't say it's out of the game by any means it's just not as frequent um back when i was first starting we always like every team had like a designated tough guy who basically didn't even go on the floor until it was the coach. The, the coaches would pretty much look at each other and be like, well, should we send the two goons out and let them brawl it up? Or so then like the, he'd get the tap, go out for his like two second shift, drop the mitts and fight. Like, and they were like, they're brawls, man. If you get two real good heavyweights that are like, they're really good fighters that, it's kind of like it's boxing and street fighting. It's like there's nothing like it. No, because they're not on skates. Nobody's falling down. And they're just standing there socking it, socking just, each other. Just haymakers, nothing but haymakers. Like I, I've seen had, some uh, on YouTube that are just bananas, right? Where they just stand yeah. there and trade. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you haven't, if, People haven't seen the lacrosse game, let alone lacrosse fight. Go on YouTube and look up lacrosse fights. They are nuts. They really are. Um, yeah. Wouldn't be something I'd want to do. Um, no. no I just... I'm, too, I'm, I'm too pretty for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> you have aged well. Well done. Since you were kids, you've aged well. Way to go, Ryan. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Well, I had you're still playing. So you, do you take care of yourself then? You got the foam rollers, the protein shakes and all that? I wish I could say yeah, but no. <laughs> like I have a foam roller somewhere in the basement. I don't use it. See, I protein, have to use it to get through the uh, day now. Nothing. I I work out downstairs. I have a, a gym set up downstairs. I work out three times, maybe four times a week. Sometimes they're good workouts. Most of the time they're dog shit. I just sit there and watch like YouTube or Netflix or something and like jog on the treadmill for a half hour and then call it a day. But I've been lucky. Like I haven't had too many injuries, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I wish I took care of myself better. I wish I was in better shape. I just don't have the time. Like it's, I really don't have the time. If I'm not working, I'm doing side jobs or whatever. And then like, I just like it, it gets too much, man. I, I find if you work out like a animal, you burn out way too quickly. So that's my thoughts. No, <laughs> I not right. you, there's a balancing act to it as you and like the same as taking time off in the summer, right? It's the same with yeah. training is you need to take a mental break. You need to take physical breaks. And uh, yeah. some people don't and some people just give her until it. Yeah. And it's like you see 
some kids that how much they train and do and you're like geez wonder if the kid's gonna like hockey that much when he's 15 <laughs> i know i always thought my my thought was always like i give myself a month and a half before training camp to like shed the summer pounds shed the beers and like eat right and then normally i end up like i'm in in shape for camp and then as the season goes on no i you gain that weight back because you're always eating like pastas and car like a lot of carbs right like like anything you guys probably carb loaded like crazy playing hockey we do the same it's carbs and then we practice on like wednesday nights sometimes and you're eating after practice or like just so you gain all that weight back because you really don't we don't play enough to burn it off yeah, no, I, I gained weight every hockey season. What I would do is I would diet like crazy in the summer. I'd get completely ready for training camp. I'd, I'd look fantastic come training camp. But then come Christmas, you know, you get to Germany and there'd be Christmas markets and the food was fantastic. Come Christmas time, I was back to the way I was. And then all of a yeah. sudden the questions would be coming and then I'd have to diet again the next summer and then they'd be happy again. Then they'd be sad yeah. by Christmas. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Yeah. It's about Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the story of my life too. <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah, it's it's a battle. It's an uphill I grind. Know. It is, but but you're still doing it, and that's pretty cool, man. And the, when you sent me that picture that you're eighth ever in scoring, like man, that's something that I don't know, that's that's pretty darn cool. Yeah, did you ever, did you ever a, win it? No, I haven't. Only in the summertime. I've won uh, I've won a Man Cup, which is like the our summer league. It's like one of the most pre prestigious uh, lacrosse trophies to win. Um, I won a President's Cup, which is a, a Senior B championship. And then I won with Team Canada as well. But never in the NLL. You play Still for Team waiting. Canada? Yeah. Where yeah. does Team Canada go to play lacrosse? Uh, like we would play like Czechoslovakia, um, the Iroquois nation had a team, uh, USA, uh, Germany has teams, but they're in the other divisions. So, and where did you go for those tournaments? Like, are they in that, Canada? The year that I played for team Canada was in Syracuse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. The crunches um, arena. Uh, yeah. The War Memorial? Yeah, isn't that where the Chiefs played? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's the name of the Syracuse Arena. I could be way wrong, though. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you are right. Yeah, I was, uh, a, health, I was a healthy scratch for a lot of games in that arena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched a lot of AHL games from that stand. <laughs> uh, who cares? Yeah, no. Good burn, though. Um, well, I'm not sure what else I got for you other than I think it's really cool what you've accomplished in lacrosse. I think it's cool because I knew you from hockey, too, and you were a good hockey player, and you could have got scholarships doing that, but I guess athletes are athletes, right? Yeah, yeah. No, hockey was always good to me. I, I always, like, I still try and put the skates on whenever I can. Now it's like we play men's league after work on Tuesdays, but. He's you know, got a lot so of energy, eh? It's, uh, I like to 
if I don't play sports, well, if I play sports and I can use that as an excuse not to work out. So I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I totally Definitely understand that. Playing a, an hour long hockey game on Tuesday against like 40 year old men, 50 year old men beats sitting down in the basement trying to run. I always had a hard time, I guess, being motivated when I was by myself. Right. But you put me in a sport and that's a competition then all yeah. of a sudden I can try way harder and it's all of a sudden got my attention. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Just like going down and like you're saying, watching your YouTube and everything, you sound very <laughs> similar to me, Yeah. <laughs> but if it was a competition and we were like, well, let's see who can do the most of this. Then all of a sudden yeah. you're into it. Right. Yeah. Let's see who can bench more, yeah. bench more, run longer. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I could see you being the type of guy that if someone took your ball in lacrosse, you'd get really pissed off if someone stole the ball from you. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's Sometimes. like I would, they'd take the puck from me and it was my fault. I would get so angry at myself get, and the whole get thing. Livid. Yeah. I would get I would get mad too and then come to the bench and my coach just screaming at me. Like, man, I'm already mad enough I lost the ball. I don't need you coming down my throat here. Yeah, exactly. When people know they screw up, you don't need to tell them. Just leave it be. Yeah, exactly. They already know. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. But then it's the person that doesn't care that they lost it. That's the person you got to yell at. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how I got traded out of Colorado. was because I told my coach to stop coming down and yelling at us. (laughs) Well, well, why is he? Like, yeah, I I mean, I guess everybody coaches differently, but – yeah. yeah. So what were lacrosse coaches like? There's another question I never asked. What's the difference there? Like, it was it, were they old school back in the day, like they were with hockey where there was fighters and now they're soft, like hockey's coaches are now softer than they used to be. Uh, yes and no. They've definitely like coaches definitely have like adapted to the fact that like yelling at somebody really doesn't make them play any better. But back in the day, the tactic was like to, to yell at you so bad that you were like literally shit scared to screw up ever again. So that, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same hockey is probably the same, right? He probably had coaches that fucking screamed at you all the time. Well, the hockey just but used then, to be that way, right? That's what coaches were yeah. supposed to be, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The big, mean, scary people. There's the same. Like I would come, I remember I was in Buffalo. And uh, my coach, our coach at the time, he was a screamer. Like, you would think he was going to have a heart attack on the bench. He'd be so fired up. I forget what I did, but I lost the ball, right? Came to the bench. He's screaming at me so fucking loud and then turns around and, like, kicks the air while his shoe comes off, hits the glass, and goes out onto the field. He was that mad that I lost ball. And he's like, you're a selfish dare, like cocksucker, all this stuff. I'm like, holy hell, man. Like I was just trying to get to the net. Like, <laughs> uh, coaches like they're, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Cause yeah, sometimes you'd see how a coach, whether it's even to your yourself, right? Like you see mm-hmm. how they treat a teammate and you're like, <sighs> like, how can you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Times have changed though, which is good, right? It's good. I mean, no, it is. And that's just the way it was back then, right? Yeah. I mean, if you need a good screaming, like a, a wake up call, then you deserve it, right? But like to scream and shout and just to scream and shout. 
is just like it uh, it goes in one ear out the other now like i got i actually got pretty good at in one ear out the other yeah so if you're uh how how many years do you think you got left then you think you can make her to 40 i i would like to try for sure i it all depends on how my body holds up each season right and then it obviously depends on what i do in the off season which i never seem to give myself any favors but um if i can make 40 that'd be wicked because then like my my kid could come watch me play and then maybe by that time we might have another one i don't know right so yeah well so then when you I guess play for teams all over the place. Then your kid, unless they're going to the rock games, are going to have to be getting on planes to come see a play. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I'm not sure what the rule is with flying and stuff. But like this year, I don't think I don't think the wife can come to any of the games. She's not too happy about it because she usually likes to come to two or three a season, right? And because it, it's fun, right? She gets to meet the other the other wives, and then we go out to the bars and, and feel part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I feel bad for her in that regard. She's going to miss a little bit, but you know, if we can maybe pawn the, pawn the kid off from grandma and grandpa for a weekend and come down to Texas and party it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be a little busy there once it comes out, right. Once the baby's yeah. out there, it's out there. right? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> You got responsibilities now. Yeah, they don't stop. No, no, they don't. Um, well, I don't know what else I got for this episode um, other than I hope you make her till 40. I think it's cool what you've done. And uh, yeah, man, it's just I, I, I'm going to be a fan now. I get to watch the lacrosse league and see how the, the Fort Wayne team's doing. Or not <laughs> Fort Wayne, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. Oh, Fort Wayne, whatever, same thing. Yeah, Fort Worth, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's a little different place. Um, no, but yeah, you're going to be down in Texas, eh? And uh, they would play the Rock then? I don't know if we'll play them this year. How many don't teams know if are in the league? Oh, God. Uh, 13. And you only play like 18 <laughs> games. So, yeah, you probably aren't yeah. going to go all the way to Toronto from – Texas. No, I don't think we're doing any like uh, cross division games this year. I think okay. we're all like Western and Eastern play each other because there's enough teams that we can do that now. Yeah. Well, it'll be uh, it'd be really cool to see ever win it. Um, I don't know how it works in lacrosse if expansion teams are any good or not, but probably not. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be a We'll be okay. We it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a grind for sure, but I guess that's part of the excitement, right? So, well, it'd be cool. You just watch the game grow in a new city too, right? And be part yeah. of something like that. Yeah, get to be a part of a new franchise, which is cool for yeah. sure. Well, congratulations, sir, and thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for and, having me. And this has been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Benny and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. 
that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive me. I'm like Scott, I'm a girl band. I'm like Pete Southbound, band, band. I'm always speaking my mind, man. I'm better off with my tongue. I'm a bad joke at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend in my own mind. I'm good for some, but I'm not.